In the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race of orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. Technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world as global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called shadow runners. The year is 2102. Welcome to Fun City. This episode of Fun City contains descriptions of police violence. Previously on Fun City, the team is trapped in Bryant Park by a group of knight-errant peace agents who say they want equitable solutions for all invested parties, but who act like any other police force, assaulting and kidnapping anti-police protesters and placing them on Evo Metro Health EVAC copters until Lux rallies the crowd, instructing them to prevent the remaining helicopter from taking off and commandeer knight-errant's vans also full of demonstrators. With the help of a man named Roddy, Lux has gathered a growing group of New Yorkers and turned the tide of the confrontation. Meanwhile, under Bryant Park, Lash, Viv, and TK contend with two knight-errant guards who recognize them from the Siege of the Chaz. After an explosion that sends TK plummeting 14 stories towards Raised, that's R-A-Z-E-D, Manhattan, Viv sends Pickle the Sea Cucumber to break his fall. There, in the foot-high sea-soaked rubble, TK does away with one of the guards. In the tunnels, the other guard throws a grenade which Viv tosses back, but the explosion loosens the last attachment points and sends the whole structure also to the rubble below. We join the team now, Viv and Lash just joining Lux topside in one of his commandeered vans, and TK in the dull blue glow under the superstructure, having just texted an ex-girlfriend. TK gets a text message from Cinnamon Billions that reads, all lowercase, no punctuation. What happened now? Damn. Uh, <laughs> I love that. EK reads the message. Peter Cold standing in <laughs> what is currently low tide uh, in raised New York. It smells kind of funny. It's dim. He looks up. Can he see anything? So most of the structure that he had just fallen from, the underside of Bryant Park, has fallen in front of him. So directly in front of him, in the water, in the foot-high rubble of Ray's New York, there's a bunch of pizza boxes, some uh, soy brats, uh, various transponders for trash pickup, and above, there's like a bunch of dangling infrastructure, and I think you might be able to very uh, distantly hear the commotion through the are superstructure. There, are there but, any lights or anything up there? Yeah, there are some lights that are uh, flickering, that are on uh, in the, the infrastructure that's attached to the underside of the superstructure. Yeah, uh, TK takes a picture of the underside of just looking up at the hole, sends it to her, and then says, you want to get a beer when I'm back? <laughs> you get a message back almost immediately uh, that says, just a trail of destruction wherever you go, huh? So you remember. <laughs> Text me again when you know you'll live through the night. He texts back, I miss you. 
as you're writing back, you get another text message, and it's from Thistle, and it says, Hey, uh, call me when you get a second. It's really important. He texts Thistle a message with the same picture and says, <laughs> but the caption is just, give me a second. Where are you? TK sends back a location and with um, altitude enabled. You get back a message that just reads, what the fuck? But every letter is repeated like nine times. <laughs> TK texts back a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, she calls. Your comm starts ringing. <sighs> what? Uh, what? I understand that you're having an urgent thing. I'm under Manhattan. Uh, can it wait? Why? Yeah, maybe. I can make this quick. Is one of you Casanova? I don't fucking know. What? 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 Odin asked me to do the security audit of Artemis, and I found some really weird stuff that is marked by someone called Casanova, and I just want to make sure that that's one of you guys. Can you, can you get in touch with Lash? I, I can't. Right now, I'm... There's... Have you looked at the news? Uh, yeah, I've had the feeds open all night. So you, you, you heard about the explosions and the helicopters and shit? What? No. Uh, okay, Wait, yeah, just where? talk talk to Lash. Where? Just fucking. Wait, hold on. Hel- where are their hell? TK just reroutes the call <laughs> to Lash. Above ground, Lux, you are you yes. are behind the wheel of a massive bulbous white knight errant van doing donuts in Bryant Park. Uh, you are surveying the chaos that you have helped create, uh, helping uh, this large group of protesters commandeer a number of knight errant vehicles, uh, starting to put knight errant on their back foot, turning the tide uh, of this protest. And uh, your calm rings, and it's Thistle. Mine? Yeah. Okay, uh, I answer. Uh, Lux uh, says hello. Oh, sorry. I- I was trying to call Lash. Oh, yeah. Um, Lash doesn't have a, a comm here. I'll, I'll hey, put it on speaker. Hey, 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 hey. Lash, this is for you. I'm in your comm. Oh, sorry. She's in my <laughs> comm. Just, just talk. I'm always uh, in your comm, Lex. Right. TK, TK said to call you guys because he was in the middle of something. It sounds like you're in the middle of something. What's yeah. all of that? What um, is happening? There's a bit of a situation down in Bryant Park. Um, we are going to get out of it. Yeah, TK's uh, in old New York. You know, just, you know, we're just doing some, you know, some business situations. Whoa, Lex, I didn't know you knew how to drive. <laughs> Lux is in the middle of doing a big donut. Uh, you could hear it's like uh, all of the splashing uh, of the wet dirt. Uh, you are just like really carving huge holes into Bryant Park right now. <laughs> oh, um, d- does it have to be this erratic? <laughs> oh, so what do you need? Uh, okay, I have a couple questions. First, are any of you Casanova? Casanova? No, of course we're not Casanova. How could you I, even think we're Casanova? Okay, so <laughs> but you do know who that is. Yes. Yeah, the and brute. they're a friend. But no, they're not a friend. That's, Did you shoot that guy? Yeah, that's that's the guy who was hacking into the system when we were when we were at the Chaz originally. Oh. Yeah, that's a bad guy. Last shot him. Okay, uh, I'm doing the security audit that Odina asked for me to do of Artemis, and there's all this weird code that kind of like snaked its way into the whole system, and like. It's just, uh, it's, it all, actual bullet gunfire, a line of it sprays into the side of the truck that you're in. Fucking shit! Uh, so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get back to you, but Casanova is not a friend. Okay, okay, I think I know what to do. Also, like, be safe. I don't know where you are, but holy shit. Lux, do you have, do you have a plan? Lash, we need more of the spider bots, all right? (laughs) 
Can you can you hack their can you hack their trans transponders or on, on all the uh, night errant armor and, uh, and just get the spiders to to wrap them up? Yeah, I mean I can try. I don't know what kind of security they got going on there, but l- let me see what I can do. Well, G- TK can help. Well, I'm you didn't see DK before he fell down into oh, that. Oh God, is he that is he that bad? I'm seeing that his comm link is online, so I'm guessing he's okay. As you guys are chatting with one another, Lux, mm-hmm. the steering wheel that you're holding suddenly becomes very heavy. It oh, gets no. very hard to turn. Earlier, you were just sort of like leaning into it. You had it a cut all the way to one side doing donuts, and suddenly it like kind of wrenches itself back, and it gets really hard to pull it back to where you were. And you hear a click and this low kind of chunking sound, and the instrument panel on the dash of the van that you're in just goes dark and the headlights oh, no. in front of you that were lighting up uh, the band shell, uh, the half shell, the uh, helicopter that remains, the helicopter that's on fire, groups of night errant guards, groups of protesters, they all now go dark. Uh, the interior lights where you're standing go dark. And you look out across Bryant Park and you see a couple other vans commandeered by fellow protesters also start to slow and go dark. You now look, the image is steady as you've stopped corkscrewing around the surface of Bryant Park, and it is wrecked. It is just torn up. It is dirty, muddy. It is still pouring, and there are these huge puddles gathering in these trenches that you've made. I don't think you know exactly what is happening, but I think, like, you might suspect, and I think, Lash, you might know. It seems like these vans have been remotely disabled. Lux goes, fuck. Okay, everybody get down. Lash, we need those bots now. Lash takes a look around at the at the closest um, night errant guard that towards her and immediately just tries to laser focus into the gear that he's wearing. Do you guys leave the van that you're in or are you looking, th- you peering through the windows on the side? I'm peering through the windows on the side. Yeah, I don't want to get shot. <laughs> okay, you look out the van and you see there are night errant guards everywhere. There are protesters everywhere. So you can just choose a random guy running by uh, the closest night errant guard you see. And if you do a matrix perception test, uh, you know, you look in the matrix, try to see what's around. It is just a sea of devices here. Mm. It's comms, suits, guns, drones, robots, buses, whatever else is here in the park and ringing the park. Cameras, kiosk security, various electronics sold at the kiosks, and like, you know, and more, everything else. It's just these waves and waves of personal area network devices crashing back and forth against one another, swirling all around one another. Some of them just kind of like hanging out in various corners of the park, uh, and you you focus in on this one person as they're running by. Uh, you just zero in and try to see everything they have. And what you can tell is that basically every part of their suit is a different uh, piece of equipment that's all networked together in this really complex mesh network. So you got the helmet, the chest plate, the arms, the gloves, uh, the like abdomen cover, the back, the thighs, the boots, the calves, the gun. The gun itself is like a bunch of devices. Says, uh, but it's all put together, it's all networked together around each person. And I think because you're a technomancer, you can just kind of see uh, the flows of technology, the flows of the resonance. You could also pretty easily tell that it looks like all of the suits 
are networked together too, that they're uh, constantly sharing things like location data, weapons data, tactical insights, um, that there's this kind of pervasive and really dense mesh network uh, within each suit and also between all of the suits, sharing everything with one another in this contained, very intense encounter. So then I look and see if there's anything on there that looks like it's maybe a transponder that would be controlling these bugs. I think you would get the strong sense that if there is something like a command center of the suit, it is almost certainly the helmet. Right. So Lash Laser focuses in on that one night errant guard, and she knows that she wants to go for the helmet, so she calms down to TK. Hey, TK, I I know you're busy. Do you think you would be able to whip up, uh, I don't know, a virus that would mess with night errant's armor? It looks like they're all networked together. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I know it's not a great time. It's not a great time, but it's, it's not really gonna, a great time yeah, for us no. either. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. How, how are you? I mean, how are you good? It's, it's, is upstairs good? Uh, oh, what's going no, on? No, it's, it's very bad. It's very bad. <laughs> but I think, well, you know, we've been in bad before. And okay. I think I can get into these helmets if you could whip up a program for yeah, me and I yeah. can get you in. Do you know anything about the security networks? Like, what, what is it? What's this? Can, do we have like a, what does it look like? From what I'm seeing, it's looking like they all talk to one another. And it might be difficult to get into, but, you know, I think I'm up for the challenge. All right, I'll start. I'll whip something up. And I, I roll computer plus, or is it hacking? What do, what do, Mike, what do you prefer? You want to like write, uh, you just write software. Uh, it's software plus logic. Software plus logic, all right. And I would say just like roll software plus, plus logic every couple minutes and just like keep track of what your total hits are uh, for the next like couple story beats. I want to f- I want to find, ah, oh, there it is, the good dice roller. The one that doesn't fuck me. So Lash sees this person. She's messaged TK and she is going to cast editor on his helmet. Helmet, and she gets three hits. I'm not fucking around. He actually only got two hits. <laughs> Yay! Yay! She sees the helmet in the matrix. She throws softball straight at it. Of matrix energy, and when she does, she breaks through the video feed of this helmet. So the like internal, uh, you've seen this before when you're up close. It, you know, they're, they sort of have this blue glow around the edges of the flat white panel. So you have this idea that there's a video feed that's inside the helmet that's showing them everything. Um, and so you want to then edit what that video feed is showing. Is that is that yes. what you're saying? Okay. Yes. So. You, uh, you get, because, uh, you know, because you're a technomancer, you know, you don't have to worry about marks or access. Uh, you thread up editor and it shows you the, the, um, the, it shows you the stream of information that you want to change. And you see for just a brief moment, what it is this person sees as they're running through, uh, Bryant Park in pursuit of various protesters and away from, uh, various vans, though they are now all stationary. You see this sort of like gray teal curved plane in front of you with a grid on it, uh, and you can see that it's kind of like a fisheye lens. Mm. Uh, like, the video feed that they have that goes into their helmets is a little bit wider than your normal field of vision, so that they can just kind of, like, see more, and everything is very bright. It's almost like it's daytime, uh, even though it's night and it's raining. Uh, the feed is very clear, very clean. Uh, you can see everything that's out in front of you in spectacular detail. What do you want to do to it? 
So she is going to create that visual field to make it look like they there are bug robots coming at this person in <laughs> every direction except for the direction of our van that we are in. So this person runs directly at our van. Uh, yeah, they they, <laughs> they stop for a second uh, and see the like from the darkness, from the shadows of Bryant Park, a legion of scutterbugs sort of suddenly appear and all seem to be pointed right at them and they stop and uh, you can see in the little heads up display their biometric data their heart rate starts to increase a little bit they take a couple steps backwards their GPS location that's shown changes slightly and then they just turn and you see the entrance of the van that you're in it's dark Uh, it's been disabled they can't see the interior it looks like there's no one in it uh, because all the lights are off and they just start running towards it and on the other end from from your perspective all three of you in the van, you see this white knight errant guard just book it and start running towards your van. Lux sees this and goes, uh, Lash, did you invite him to the van? Yeah, 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 trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> and Lash is going to wind up for a kick. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna, like, kick him in the chest as he runs yeah. in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, roll strength. Right. <laughs> One hit. You said, she said, she said. One strength plus natural athlete. She's kicking him like a soccer ball. He's, he's got, he rolled 12 dice. <laughs> and he also got one hit. Yes. So, Ty goes to the shadow runner. Amazing. <laughs> you're using, you're using Bijan's old dice right, roller uh, yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> I had um, to change dice rollers. You I'm, gotta. I'm using um, I'm actually using a uh, Warhammer 40k dice, which maybe are cursed in another way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll switch these out. Okay, yeah. Tell me. So he like runs up to the van and starts to run inside, uh, and then just gets a, a boot to the chest. I yes. mean, tell me what. Tell me what happens. Tell me what you do. So Lash, as he's coming towards her, kind of uses that force to kick him back on the ground. And then she rips his helmet off. Uh, There's a huge splash, uh, and he gasps for breath, uh, but he is uh, momentarily just kind of like he has the wind knocked out of him. Uh, He's stuck in the mud. You bend down to pull it off like your knees get all muddy. And she screams, they're behind you, run! I mean, you pull the helmet off, and uh, I don't know. uh, Taylor, do you want to choose what this guy looks like, or should I? Uh... I choose what this woman looks like. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. the doctor I, was the wife all along. That was <laughs> that was my bad. That was my bad. It's a beautiful woman. Oh, great. That's great. That's great, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. She's hot as hell. Undeniably a lady and smoking. Is this like those cops that everyone's trying to holler at? It's like, take me to jail. I saw TikTok that was this guy saying, take me to jail. This is like the hot Nazi guard from the Biden concentration camps on the border. Oh, yeah. No. The helmet Uh, comes off and a big head of curly (laughs) copper red hair falls out. Oh, wow. Oh, so now she's Irish coded? <laughs> wow. Scottish erasure. <laughs> yes. Uh, they all look the same to me. All of them. Uh, what do you mean, us people? Uh, <gasps> mm. 
You take the helmet off. It's in your hands. It's uh, very light, surprisingly light, but very obviously very sturdy and um, very bright. Uh, there's a blue glow, like a kind of halo that moves around as you gesture with it. Uh, she looks wide-eyed and terrified and also like she's been hurt and is stuck in the mud. Uh, what do you do next? And Lash immediately gets back in the van and slams the door shut. Okay, the door is slammed shut. TK, uh, how's the software development going downstairs? Oh, it's developing all right. <laughs> the first thing TK does is uh, cue up some music because he knows he can't stay where he is and he's got to fucking book it somewhere. But he's getting psychologically prepared to both code a program and get away from the uh, giant hole in the superstructure. So he puts on some some like deep house because he knows he needs to concentrate. Mike, that's up to your discretion. Um, but also a uh, question <laughs> for you. Um, the superstructure is held up by something pillars, presumably. Right. So where is the nearest support beam? Can TK see it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so probably about uh, in in the murk of the underground of the superstructure uh, lit by these uh, big dull blue panels on the sides. Uh, you can see probably like seven blocks south, uh, there is uh, one of the larger support beams uh, that does have a, a municipal elevator in it. I think TK would know, again, because of his knowledge about uh like 20th new century york. new york yeah yeah like yeah, new yeah. york history That's stuff knowledge skill that, baby yeah that like you know once he gets there he, the elevator is not for his use uh, right they are not for public use they are highly restricted but like he would probably feel pretty confident that uh he would be able to figure out how to commandeer it in some way uh but yeah you have probably about like a, a seven block sprint uh through uh yeah rising tide but still low are there like building remains or anything like is there like yeah you can kind of think of it like Berlin after World War II. To right? bombed out like shells of things. Yeah, TK, he doesn't know what's on the ground, but he knows he can see the tops of the buildings. So I think what he's going to do is try and just grapple at them. He's going to try and do a quasi Spider-Man thing, except instead of instead of swinging, <laughs> he's going to be like zipping from point A to point B and stopping to code. <laughs> Does that make sure. sense? He puts on his music, takes a second to calm himself, takes a very deep breath and exhales very, very slowly. Closes his eyes, does that a couple times, seven in, hold for seven, seven out, and then looks for uh, the closest building and uh, grapples to the roof. Yeah, the roof is uh, is like two and a half stories of rubble, but yeah, you're on top of it. He stops to uh, update the program because he's got a he's got a job to do. It's not that he's 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 working hard. Four more hits. Let's fucking go. Oh my god. Nice. Okay, why can't you roll like hey, this on would, things that matter? I like this dice roller. I, rude. <laughs> I, I it, this look, matters, this look, dice dot run. I, it, you can yeah. it does exploding sixes and it's, it's dice dot win dot com. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's great. So that's that's nine hits total. I, I mean, I don't know what your, the threshold is, but I will keep rolling. Keep rolling until you want to send it, and then we'll see how good it is. Back topside, looking out the window, you see Roddy, who you had met just moments ago, the person who Lux uh, encountered uh, in the helicopter and who helped him gather a group of people to commandeer the first van and then went off and helped other people commandeer more. And Roddy's got a posse. Uh, he's got a group of people who are following him. 
him uh, in his now completely messed up, torn, and somewhat bloodied gray suit. And they all see uh, this uh, knight errant guard uh, who has had their helmet removed in front of the entrance of this bus. And a group of these people just take them, uh, take her and drag her off, uh, you know, off somewhere. Um, but she still looks dazed. She's still trying to catch her breath. And uh, Roddy opens the door and he goes, Lux, are you, Lux, are you, what happened? Are you in here? What do we do? Oh my God, Roddy, are you okay? I, I mean, I think so. Okay, I think we're about to have some more spiders. When we get them, we need to uh, just uh, get all these guys in a big pile. <laughs> And then, uh, and then we'll write a nice note on them, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. Oh, I'm sure this will make sense once it starts to happen. Yes, yes. You know how we have one of the spiders? I don't know if he does. Oh, he doesn't? Oh, he hasn't <laughs> seen anybody else getting... Well, we have one, all right? And while we're going to have... We're going to have more. Lash, how's it going? Meanwhile, Lash put on the helmet to try to get a lay of the lamp of what's going on there. Sure. Uh, you put it on your head, and it uh, very comfortably seems to expand to accommodate your giant knowledge. You are immediately met with a bright orange warning that says unauthorized user. It doesn't obscure everything that's behind it. Uh, you can see now much more clearly the feed that you saw briefly before, the curved kind of fisheye inside of the van, uh, lit very clearly, very brightly, much brighter in the helmet than it is um, in, uh, in real life. Uh, you can see that there is a kind of like grid over everything. And you can also see that it seems to like, whenever it uh, catches motion, whatever moves like lights up uh, there's like a little outline that flashes around it uh, to show you things that are uh, yeah like moving in your field of vision uh, and you also see a number of uh, menu options in the corners uh, you see a menu option for suit functions you see a menu option for gun mode and then you see a menu option in the upper right hand corner that says C D S and it's got like two little golden sword icons crossed in front of it and uh, what you also notice is that as you're looking around at these things, uh, there's just like a small dot uh, in the screen that just follows your vision. Uh, so it seems like it's navigable just by where you look. Uh, and as you look at stuff and mouse, mouse, quote unquote, over things, uh, that big orange, like unauthorized user warning, uh, like honks at you. Right. So she is going to try to hack it so she becomes an authorized user. Hack it. Lash wants authorized access to this helmet, so she is going to puppeteer the helmet. She got three hits. Three hits is kind of my thing today. Shannon, I'm telling you, dice.run. Just. <laughs> I, I looked at it right now. It's great. The helmet got four hits. Ow. Damn it. Do you want to spend some edge? Do it, do it. I'm going to spend an edge, and <laughs> yeah! I got four hits. Another four Woo! hits? No, I got one hit, so now okay. I have four hits. So, <laughs> Ty goes to the shadow a, a squeak of a victory. Uh, yeah, nice. Ty goes to the shadow runner. Um, you get to ask it to do a relatively simple action. So, she goes into the code where it is saying unauthorized user, and she is uh, going to punch the un out of authorized users <laughs> to kind of trick it. Hell Just yeah. <laughs> it's that easy, folks. Yeah. You just so punch out the un, dude. Just punch out the un. I love it's. I can imagine now, uh, like I'm watching a hacker movie, and uh, the screen is flashing uh, no access, and someone just puts a, a post-it note over the no. <laughs> yeah. And then the and then the computer just blinks green, and everything's yeah. good. Yeah. That's, That's how hacking it works. in the future, dude. 
uh, you uppercut that un in unauthorized user and it uh, dissipates in a shower of pixels uh, that just evaporate in the ether of the resonance uh, and now you are looking at a, a, a warning that says authorized user and it turns from uh, that aggressive orange that like gr- gross safety orange to the same pleasant teal as everything else as it uh, recedes from your view as though it's uh, like traveling down a 3D perspective and uh, it's, uh, you know, decreases in opacity and it dissipates and uh, all of the controls light up and it seems like you can do whatever you want. Lash immediately invites two of TK's marks. TK, you get notified as you're grappling along the underground uh, of raised New York uh, that you have admin access to uh, an object that you do not really understand. Yeah, TK gets this notification in AR as he's in the air toward his next roof destination. He stops, he lands, stops, three-point landing, naturally. Naturally. Yeah, what do you expect, right? There's a little splish. <laughs> he pops out his deck one more time and is going to Hail Mary it. Two more hits. So that's 11 hits total uh, for his program. Instead of writing something specifically for Knight Errant or specifically for their bugs or whatever, he's basically just written a virus that is intended to take control of whatever system it comes in contact with. So I think TK is thinking what it will do is just make everything extremely confusing uh, for both the software and also the people interacting with the software. Uh, A program that's just designed to cause chaos. Think like random uh, inputs and outputs outputs, um, like messed up data streams, corrupted thingies. So the idea is just to basically it's like shouting fire in a crowded theater, except uh, this time sort of for good. He sees the marks. He just fucking uploads that shit. He hits. He's like, all right, it's done enough and waits until the the progress bar completes before grappling to the next building. Do you suffer? Do you suffer from the pain of existence? Do you want to suffer less? Well, have I got a solution for you that doesn't involve... I don't know if you know this yet, but the Fun City Podcast has a Patreon. Yes, that's right. The show you're listening to right now has a Patreon. And guess what? You can support it. According to an informal poll I conducted in my brain just now, up to 69% of Fun City Patreon subscribers find a 3% decrease in their daily mental anguish. Which means that, yes, the podcast you're listening to right now improves the world by helping people. Are you a bad enough dude to want to help the world? Subscribe to Fun City Ventures on Patreon now. It's just good science. Lessen your psychic burdens right now by subscribing to Fun City Ventures on Patreon. Lash, 
sees a file transfer happening to this specific helmet. This is a, I think you would all like recognize this, especially as a technomancer. Lash would realize this. It's like a high noise area. There's a lot going on. Uh, TK is very far away. Uh, so it's like taking things like sort of bit by bit uh, to be uploaded. And you probably have like a couple minutes at most before whatever TK has written is fully uploaded and installed in this helmet. So mm-hmm. if there are specific things that you want to do, uh, knowing that you will be able to operate it, like now's the time. Yeah, Lash looks at the control panel and sees uh, what kind of control she has over the scatterbugs. Uh, so uh, when uh, you open up gun mode, uh, because you saw the scatterbugs come out of the guns, and I think you would realize that's where you go, you uh, see a subhead that uh, it has the word beta written in big letters on either side of it, um, and it says netipede command. Uh, and it has a little icon, like a little emoji of a centipede next to it. Uh, and when you look at that, it expands. And there are two heads underneath that. One says transponder control and one says scope. So I open up scope. It says control single netipede or control network of, of netipedes. I click on control network. Little green check mark shows up next to it. And then I go into transponder. You have three options. It says uh, attack, defend, and reassign transponder. I click on reassign transponder. Hold new transponder near helmet. Uh, oh. <laughs> great. So she goes out of that. What were the other options? Sorry. Attack and defend. Defend is currently highlighted. Ah. It's got a little green check mark next to it. She clicks it on to, to attack. There is a loud honking noise and another orange warning pops up that says, assign attack? Question mark. And she just clicks yes. <laughs> Accepted. Yeah, without fanfare, uh, there is now a little green uh, check mark next to attack. And she peeks out and sees what the scutterbugs are doing right now. They're not moving. Any of them that were currently involved in uh, roping up any protesters are kind of just stopped. Uh, It seems like they're all frozen or or paused. And if you like look really close, you can see some of them are like twitching or like moving a leg in a weird way. And if you look back in the helmet, you can see there is now a second little progress bar uh, as uh, the network is updated. Uh, And TK's uh, virus is almost fully transferred. Viv has been lying down and shallow breathing um, on the seat. Like, she is weak. She has her eyes closed, and she she whispers, Lux, Lux. B- Viv, you okay? No, I've been shot. Oh, God. Uh, Lux takes out his uh, biggest uh, med pack. Oh, I forgot you had med packs. Yes. I, I mean, I can only carry one big one now, so. Our man is a literal doctor. Yeah. yeah. She just weakly reaches up to your shoulder and holds on. Oh. Can't believe that guy shot me. Got five hits. That's perfect, because that yeah. was the exact amount she had in her physical damage. Nice. (laughs) Thank you so So, much. Lux takes out this thing um, off his back and it kind of does a little transformer kind of a pop up. It's it's thin on his back and kind of conformed. It gets it goes rigid like a suitcase gets more suitcase shaped as opposed to like a a conformed piece of body armor. Then it expands even further and you see some kind of uh, teal kind of lights. It has a couple of pieces that fold out. He puts it on top of her chest. He clips those back in and 
and the kind of piece that goes above her, it goes like transparent, like you could see through her, and then you see kind of an x-ray of her, and then it just goes blank again, and then uh, it just kind of uh, pulses, and it heals her for five. Oh, thank you, dear. Oh, that man. He Wait, was. Are you okay? He was from the Chaz, the man who shot me. What? He, he was part of the crowd, the rioting crowd. He remembered me. From the Chaz? From the Chaz. He's, he was one of the cops? That's why he shot me. Holy shit, Viv. Oh, also, how. What is. How, how are you now driving this vehicle? Last time I saw you, it was very dire out here. Viv. I can do things, all right? I do more than hair and makeup, all right? We bum-rushed a guy. I took this van. Get used to it. <laughs> she clutches your wrist in appreciation, but lets yeah. you yell at her. <laughs> Why are we not moving either? The van's shut down. Uh, Lash, can you fix the vans? Uh, let me let me see what I can do. Lux, Lux thinks that everything Lash does is very easy. It doesn't require effort. Because Lash right now is pretty exhausted mentally yeah. in terms of hacking things. But she is going to, yeah, look in to see the control panel of the car. As far as you can tell, this van is just off. It's just done. Sorry, Lux. Uh, I can't do anything about this. Viv, I think we're going to need a couple of minutes. Can you um, can you help us uh, with something? I'll help you with what exactly? Well, <laughs> I think the night errand are about to start coming for us. And we need to buy a couple of minutes until these cutter bugs start working. Uh, Viv looks out the window and what is she seeing right now? The the night errant guards begin to sort of, um, as if they just got new orders, they begin to sort of uh, run and distance themselves in like a randomly spaced pattern. What, what is that? What are they doing? Is they that a maneuver? Like they look like they're getting in formation. Uh, and then uh, the suits begin to glow very bright, and uh, they're emitting a high-pitched, deafening squeal. Imagine the sound that only teenagers can hear, but you're all teenagers. Oh, no. Oh. <sighs> the sound that you hear is pretty terrible. From inside the bus, there's a little bit of isolation, so you're not getting the full force of it. It's not causing you piercing ear pain. Uh, you don't have to put your hands to your head, but you can tell it's really bad. You can see people out on Bryant Park doing exactly that, putting their hands to their heads, and, like hitting the deck, uh, getting in the mud, running away, trying to get away from these uh, the night errant guards that are making these awful sounds. Uh, and when they do this, there are other guards that are rushing in from the sides, and they're grabbing these people in there, pulling them off to the perimeter, out of the scrum, out of the middle of the park. It's just, yeah, you can tell that from where they are, it's very unpleasant and to, to a degree incapacitating. And you watch this happen for maybe 20, 30 seconds, and the guards are, some of them are glowing, uh, they turn this bright white color, some of them are this wavelength of blue that's really hard to look at, it kind of makes your, uh, like, your pupils feel like they can't focus on something, and uh, then you see something start to happen. One of the night errant guards starts to glow really bright. He's facing away from you. Really, really bright. Uh, brighter than everyone else around him. And then you see the bottom part, the lower back of his armor kind of just pops uh, like there's a hole that appears in the bottom of it. And you see a puff of smoke and 
the light goes out and he turns around and he runs to the perimeter. Then you see another guard take their helmet off and the blue light is off and they're looking inside of it like they're confused, uh, like they're not sure what's going on. Then you see a couple others just uh, their light just kind of turns off. Uh, One of them, the light uh, turns bright green and so now there's just one random bright green knight errant guard in the center of Bryant Park. Ha, looks like TK's virus is working its way through the knight errant guards. I said that's so weird. <laughs> Let me try that again. You said, it, you said it like a little rascal. I loved it. Did you, did you do it again and and do finger guns, but then nice. also say finger guns? <laughs> finger guns. It's very lash. I I'm sorry for laughing. It was good. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> okay. If you want to do uh, it again, you can, but I really like no, it. No, I don't think you need to. Um, what does TK's program do? Uh, I mean... Based on what's happening out there and based on what I know about TK and how he programs, it's just going to be pure chaos. TK, you arrive at the bottom, at the foot of a uh, massive shaftway uh, with a locked elevator in the bottom of it. There's a small keycard reader on the left-hand side. Uh, there's a data jack and there's a, a small number of buttons. He does have a hardware skill with a specialization in security systems. Do you think that would... Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's the that's the time to use the security yeah, systems that's, hardware that's just, skill. That's just tearing off the front panel and cutting the right wire. Yeah, I think that's what he's going to try and do. Oh, nice. What yeah. happens if he cuts the wrong one, Mike? Does yeah. it explode? The whole bricked. superstructure collapses. Fuck <laughs> 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 yeah, game over. We're free. York is gone. The ele- uh, elevator turns into an escalator. Yeah. <laughs> TK's going to take a, a long look at the panel. He's going to, like, put his palm to the door, feel for, like, a vibration. Like you're petting a horse. Just gonna, Yeah, he's going to hold it there. It's okay, old girl. And then he's going to look at the control panel. He's going to smack the shit out of it so that the front panel flies off. The front panel flies right off, and there's a, a jumble of wires inside uh, red, green, yellow, black. Uh, he nods at it. He's like, yeah, I know what this is. <laughs> and he rolls some, oh, my God. <laughs> Seven hits. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> wow. This is a good roller. It's exploding sixes. Uh, okay. But this is, so I, the, the thing about this dice roller is that it tells you the probabilities of what you rolled. So I rolled 49, which there's a 0.4% chance of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> 0.5% chance. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that is a critical success and then some. He, he, he reaches his hand into the jumble, sort of feels around for it, pulls one out. Not not enough to, like, rip it out of its socket and then just squeezes it between his thumb and his forefinger and just severs it with his metal hand. The door opens and the elevator is already here. Inside of it is a backpack. Uh, it's like a black sort of like Kevlar backpack. He gets in the elevator and opens the backpack. It looks like it's full of electronics or something, uh, like yeah, someone's toolkit. TK zips the backpack back up, puts it on his back, and just presses the surface button. Yeah, there's only two buttons. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. either down or up. Yeah, he, door he closes, presses up. Uh, door closes, and uh, it starts to go back up uh, to the top. Feels like this backpack uh, has, you know, always been yours. Fits, feels great. Is there elevator music at all? Maybe some deep house mic? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it, yeah. is it uh, the girl from Ipanema, but like a Muzak version of it? <laughs> it, can, it can be. Uh, and uh, that is, and it is that because that's exactly how long it takes uh, to get to uh, the surface. 
before the program kicks in, Lash takes off the helmet. Lash, did you do it? Yeah, TK helped uh, write a program, and I think uh, within seconds, these night errand guards are going to be pretty confused. And uh, you got eyes on any scutterbugs? I don't really know what I did to them. Uh, Lux looks out the window. What do you mean? Viv also looks out the window. Almost as if on cue, a bunch of them just launch into the air and attach themselves to the chest of the night errant guards uh, that they were previously defending uh, and start to extrude their thick, gross, web-like substance as they scutter around the night errant guards who are trying to bat them away, trying to use their guns, uh, and trying to use, uh, ostensibly, their heads-up display to change the settings again, but they can't get it to work. Uh, And, uh, yeah, a bunch of them are now uh, starting to get all webbed up and starting to fall over. Uh, Lux is so excited. He grabs a megaphone, runs out of the bus, and he cries... Everybody, we got some doggies and we tied them up. Come bring them into this big old pile over here. And he uh, and he kind of motions for like an area for them to start bringing these uh, tied up night errands. I don't think I've ever seen Lux like this before. I know, and I love it. I love this energy from Lux. It looks good on him. It does. And Lash goes over and, and picks up a night errand guard uh, to bring him over to the pile. Uh, Lux tries to help. He's not very strong. He drags a little one. You guys step out of the van and you survey this chaos that's unfolding. The helicopter on the south eastern corner of the park is still like sort of on fire but it has gone down significantly the remaining helicopter is still spinning its blades and it remains but it looks mostly empty from your vantage point now Um, a bunch of the metro health corps appear to have fled the number of them is now significantly lower than it was 10 5 10 minutes ago Uh, and uh, a number of the night errant guards are all like gooped up in scutterbug webbing and as the Scutterbugs finish off one, they run run away uh, and set sights on the next. Uh, You also see every once in a while, there'll be one night errant guard that might like glow very bright and then poof, you'll hear a pop and you'll see a little trail of smoke escape from underneath their collar or you'll see one uh, just stopping and kind of like hitting their gun uh, with their hand uh, as if they're trying to get it to restart or change modes, but it's not changing. Nice. How you did all this? I think Lash and TK did most of it. Lex, what's the plan? Are we going to grab all these people out of here, or are we just going to hightail it out of here? No, we want. I want to get these people together. Have the others that I might megaphone to come to help, Mike? Uh, yeah, so when you started megaphoning, there's Roddy was waiting, waiting for instructions uh, just outside, uh, and um, everybody, he grabbed a bunch of people, and uh, they all started uh, running around. I think, like, they having a hard time... Uh, Mm -hmm. figuring out what to do because they are still being confronted by a bunch of night errant guards uh, who, uh, you know, some of whom are still committed to seeing this through. There are noticeably less night errant peace agents above ground, but there is still a significant amount. A small dent has been put in their number, but they are very much still an enormous threat. And now, having lost some of their number and lost control, they are regrouping to better control the environment. All at once, the night air, as if receiving, as if, as of course they are receiving a command from some sort of central authority, they begin running back to the way you came, to the entrance to the enclave. At first, it's chaotic, and then they line up shoulder to shoulder, 
in a shining white, now muddied with mud, blood, and other grass smears and things like that of high carbon content. Nanotube steel plate, shiny white armor. At first, perhaps people think that they've, they've, they've won, you know, because you're now you're free to run the other direction. But then the tips of their firearms spring to life. Not in some kind of weird mechanical sense, but they begin to crackle with that sort of vibrant white-blue electricity that everyone would recognize as the tip of a taser, as the business end of a stun baton, because those that have had their firearms taken away or lost in the fracas now produce two-foot-long stun batons. You can hear the pop of the Jacob's ladders erupting from the tip of them and those that are close can smell the ozone as the night errant agents in an effort to kettle you within the enclave block the way you came and begin to march forward towards the crowd. Uh, Viv, can you help with the uh, guys with the shock batons? Let me see what I can do. How wet is it outside still? It is, it's, it continues to pour rain. Amazing. All right, Viv reaches her hands up to the sky and goes, Mother, I need you. And the rain is pelting down on her face and she summons another water spirit, this time from the sky, where she's gonna use her summoning focus as well to add a force four dice bonus. So 16. Whoa. Uh, So she had six hits total. Oh, hold on, let me make sure this isn't a glitch. Two, three. You get a spirit for one service. One service. You, as you are summoning this spirit and the rest of you are looking on, you are seeing this circle of knight-errant guards with their electrified batons uh, starting to um, uh, move inwards. Uh, Some of them you see scutterbugs run and jump and try to attach to their chests, and they just bat it out of the ground, and there's a zap of electricity as it happens, and they land in a puddle. Some of the scutterbugs are still being very successful. You also see some knight-errant guards, uh, like the blue glow in their helmet just turns off. Or they're like stumbling around uh, as though they don't know which way to go. Uh, Or like, you know, left is right and right is left. TK, the elevator, you're like halfway there. Uh, It's quiet. (laughs) It's kind of pleasant. He's he's done. He's exhausted now. Like, and he, he, he experiences this as just like, it's not even a conscious thing. He's just suddenly exhausted and he leans against the wall of the elevator and slides down. So as the rain is falling from the sky, they start to clump together as they fall. And it's a school of jellyfish that just start plopping and hitting the ground. (laughs) They're not these um, shimmering outlines anymore. They're just dirty, scary uh, looking gelatinous things on the ground. And they start to crawl around Viv in a circle. Lux, what do we want to do? Let's go and take care of these guys with these uh, these bats. They seem to be they seem to be knocking out some of our scuttlebugs. Um, so I think we should just go in advance and take care of the rest of the the night air. I don't think there's many left. So let's let's get the jellyfish and suck them or s- smack them or squish them or whatever. Viv starts walking toward the perimeter uh, with her hands down, kind of guiding jellyfish forward. Um, it's just this terrifying, muddy school of jellyfish. Um, it's just making terrible mucky sounds in the crowd. And she's telling uh, the other protesters, you should move out of the way. Um, and so she's approaching those night errant guards with the jellyfish. And she basically, she leans down, picks one up and says, everybody just grab one and start throwing. 
<laughs> and so Vibs just takes two handfuls of them, is just throwing them at the night errant guards. Lux and they start throwing them too. And they start to suck onto the helmets and they start to envelop their helmets. Nice. You don't have to tell me twice and starts underhand pitching the jellyfish at the line of night errant guards. At 197 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they don't uh, explode. Uh, Lux comms TK. TK, where are you? We're almost about to get out of here. TK just sends back his location. Uh, in re- share, he sends back his location in real time. So Lash messages Henley to meet them at the southern border of the corporate enclaves. Each jellyfish starts to um, envelop each of the helmets and inflate. Um, so they're just starting to squeeze the helmets of every knight errant that's been hit with a jellyfish. Lux uh, gets on the intercom or the, what do you call it, megaphone, um, and says, All right, we're going to be taking up the last of them. Everybody get ready to run. Lux, when you say this, you see more and more uh, helmet lights go off, and you see more puffs of smoke, and you see some knight errant guards there. Looks like their knees lock up, uh, like their legs don't move anymore, um, and some of them, uh, their guns uh, start to sort of like sizzle and smoke, uh, and there are a bunch wandering around with jellyfish glommed onto their helmets, uh, trying to figure out where to go. Some of them are wrestling with them on the ground, and a bunch others, the rest of them, are just webbed up uh, in a scutterbug netting. There's very, very few of them around that are still mobile. I mean, you have a lot of options right now. You can run. You got a helicopter. Uh, you have some buses that you can try to turn back on. You let me know what you want to do. Uh, TK, you're above ground, and I imagine booking it towards Bryant Park, you can be there in a few minutes. No, no, no. TK's not booking it towards Bryant Park. Uh, TK is... Uh, he. The elevator opens. He can barely walk. He is going to uh, walk toward the nearest main thoroughfare, like the, the nearest main like avenue block, and he's going to try and hail a cab. Um, Lux sees his position, and he tells the rest of them, okay, TK's out. Uh, we got to get out of here. A cab, uh, you know, it takes a minute. You see one. A, ca- a cab pulls over. TK uh, gets into the back and gives the uh, the ad- address of a, a nearby dock to the uh, Mrs. Egg, and uh, he just looks at the guy, daring him to say, no, I can't take you there. You want to go over by the monuments? Yeah. All right, man. He drives off. More jellyfish are falling from the sky, and Viv is carrying armfuls of them. Lux is also chucking them. Uh, when he says we got to go, he started kind of uh, running towards the area where Henley will be picking them up through the, the entrance where these people are getting lobbed with, uh, these night errants are getting lobbed with jellyfish. On the way, he's going to try and catch Roddy. Is he around? Uh, yeah, you can, you can spot him. You can get to him. Okay, so Lux spots Roddy, and he runs up to him, and he says, "Hey, Roddy, how's it going?" Um, it's uh, it's it's going. Uh, it's uh, and you're looking down at him, and he's just his suit is ripped. It's covered in mud. There's some blood on it. You're, it's not clear if it's his. Uh, he looks tired. He looks maybe a, like a little bit like he's in shock, uh, but he's he yeah he's standing and he's looking at you like, "What's next? What do I do now?" Okay, Roddy, uh, we're getting out of here. You need to do the same. You need okay. to get everybody out of here. Nobody can be taken by these guys, okay? Okay. Okay, um, now give me your comm info. I think we could help each other. Okay. Um, and he reaches into the inside of his jacket, and he moves his hand a little bit, and you get a little notification in your pop-up AR that's like, you know, connection request uh, initiated. Uh, I, do you accept? Yes. You can now add Roderick Malone as a contact. Malone. 
Okay. He looks around, and he's looking at everyone, and he says, I think, um, okay, I think I can handle this. I think we can handle this. Are you guys going to be okay? Yeah, we're going to be good. Okay. Okay. Roddy, thanks for all your help. I know a lot of what I said doesn't make sense. I'm going to get you more information on exactly what Evo's doing. I want to know, but also, like, I mean, this was a nightmare, but in another way... This is also the most hopeful that I've felt about living in this city for years. So, thank you. Punching a couple of cops will really, really do that for you. It really, really does. Throughout history, man. Okay, you guys be safe. All right, and uh, Lux takes off. Lux, Viv, and Lash slip through the wide perforations of the night-errant perimeter. They run south to the border of the Seder Krupp corporate enclave and relative safety. It's midnight or later. The streets are calm except for the splash of muddy feet. Behind them, north, through the glittering haze of rain, the fray quiets. A stream of demonstrators inundates what few peace agents remain. Hunks of flashing armor arc and clatter, skid and tumble. Shin guards and gauntlets sizzle in the gutter. Chest PAs announce thin, uncoordinated deep house bangers. Backplates flick through smirking emoji, spiraling boxing gloves. And the single word, got em. A mound, a bolus of webbed guards heaves just beyond the park's southwestern entrance. A small group of netipedes stands triumphantly atop it. Due east, an Evo Metro Health medevac copter sparks and soaks. North, its once twin hums readily, abandoned. The demonstrators cheer. A man in the remnants of a gray suit leads a wall of people now also south. The group swirls and pulsates. They expand and contract in celebration and exhaustion, each and in concert. The team reaches and crosses the border of the Enclave for the second time tonight. A few night-errant guards are there, blank, appliance-like. They give no chase. The runners step foot in municipal Manhattan as Henley slows across the street and idles in the square, searing, pink-white spotlight of an all-night donut place. His doors swing open. Uh, yeah, Viv gets in and is rubbing her side still because it's still very sore from the impact. Lash gets in the driver's seat of Henley, you know, which she has never been in because TK always sits there. Somehow it's more comfortable than all the other seats in the car. Lux sits right behind her um, until she scoots a seat back because he's so big. Um, and then he scoots over so that he actually has a leg room. Uh, yeah. Does anyone know where TK is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have I have his location. It looks like he's um, almost back to the Mrs. Egg. Well, let's just go home. <laughs> I need to rest. Henley, take us home. Henley drives you to the Mrs. Egg. You all are exhausted. Your ears are ringing. You are hurt. You just 
saw something that I don't think you had any frame of reference for expecting would happen. You had heard nothing but good things about the Knight Errant Guards, their reputation accepted by the people of New York, accepted by the mayor, uh, you overheard him say it, is that they were spick and span, that they had no problems, no controversies, and you just saw them treat people as bad or worse than anyone else in the city. If you flip through the radio, trying to listen to the news, trying to see what anybody is currently saying about what's happening in the corporate enclaves, if you open up the news feeds in your comms, if you look at the news billboards as you travel through the city, you don't see anything. Takes you about 15 minutes to get to the the Mrs. Egg. Uh, Yeah, Lux is out of Henley. He's walking up to the to the uh, Mrs. Egg. Um, it looks like TK's position isn't actually in the boat. Am I am I correct about that, TK? Yeah, TK is uh, on the deck of the boat on a on a one of the beach recliner chairs that they have on the boat. He's got a bottle of the strongest liquor they have, Gabe's secret stash liquor, and he <laughs> is dead asleep or almost asleep. But yeah, he's he's on the deck, passed out. Because, as you may have surmised, he he doesn't want to sleep inside tonight, just because he he fell out of the sky uh, into a horrifying pit and wants to be able to he wants to know that he's not trapped underground. TK's on the chaise lounge. Next to the chaise lounge is one of those cheap uh, folding tables. On the cheap folding table is this bottle of uh, Gabe's secret stash liquor. Uh, it's clear, so you know it means business. On the other side of the small table is another chaise lounge. In that chaise lounge, uh, there is reclining a very tall woman uh, who is wearing zebra print tights, uh, and she is wearing this billowy uh, gold, uh, like almost like rhinestone or, or sequin shirt. She's got this uh, massive, uh, like, sphere of red hair. And she's wearing these thick, wide, uh, almost like uh, mirrored sunglasses. And uh, even though it's dark outside, and she's uh, also holding a, a glass of liquor. And she looks at all of you and says in this very soft voice, You all look like shit. leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. Friends, if you like the show and want to help us keep making it, there are two, count them, two ways to do that. One, tell folks about it. Say nice things about us to your cool pals and people you see on the street who make you think this person has definitely watched at least one Paul Verhoeven film. We have, no, that's right, zero marketing budget, so the entire way we get bigger is words. Words from and by mouths. Your mouths. And two, throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. Five bucks gets you access to our bi-weekly chat show, Fun Chatty, our Discord, and other perks. For 
15 bucks a month, you get hours of bonus content in the form of side games, bonus apps, more board games, and more. It's fun as hell, and you are supporting a good cause, us paying our bills, so we can keep making this here show that you love. And of course, thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. Hi, I'm Bijan Steven, and you can find me online at Bijan Steven, B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, on Twitter and Twitch. On Instagram, I'm Bijan Cakes, B-I-J-A-N Cakes. I'm Jen De La Vega. I play Vivian Lakewood, and you can find me online at Randwitches. Hey, this is Nick Gersio. I play Lux Scythe, and you can find me online at N Gersio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O, on Instagram, and at Nicholas Gersio on Twitter. I'm Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog, and you can find me on social media at Shodell, at S-H-O-D-E-L-L. I am Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad guys, I think. Is that how it works? It's not clear. You can follow me online at taylor.biz. And my name is Mike Rugnetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Mike Rugnetta. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Fun City Ventures. This episode of Fun City was recorded in Brooklyn, New York, Los Angeles, California, and the woods of Connecticut. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rugnetta. Pixel Riffs also stands triumphantly atop the bolus of webbed guards. Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall, with tracks by Will Savino and Borrow Bound. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kelly McHugh, and Kit Pulliam. The voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton.